Hello and welcome back to the Talking Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Matt Cooper, and today I'm in esteemed company as usual. We'll start with the main man himself, Dave Azapardo. Dave, how you doing? Oh, look at uh, Finn head drop yeah. <laughs> on the last pod, but now he's... <laughs> I'm good. I thought you were going to go to Finn and... and oh, you know, Finn was yeah. like the Roy Hodgson gift then, you know? You yeah, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 you good, Dave, yeah? Yeah, all good, though. Thank you, mate. Yeah, all good. And Finn, how you doing, son? I'm all right, thank you, despite being relegated, yeah. I'm, uh, oh, it's all I'm right. We've got, got a chance to claw back pride during this podcast. We've got quite a lot to go through, considering we've only played one game since our last pod. The last pod was after the Leeds game. We were all down in the dumps, and then we've gone to pump the villa 2-1. So, as you can tell by the tone in my voice, I'm lifted and, and I'm dead happy. But we'll be looking at that game. We'll be looking ahead to Newcastle. Uh, we'll be looking ahead to the rest of the season. Can we get European qualification? We'll be doing some quick maths on that. We'll also be taking your questions and also a guest a player in a, a, a new look quiz. But gents, let's start with Saturday. Villa come to town. I wasn't confident and that just shows I have no clue about football though. Yeah, my, I think pretty much every Wolves or every Villa fan would have taken a draw before the game, I reckon. I said it on the, uh, the match preview um, with... Matey boy from Birmingham Live. Sorry, Actually Matt, I forgot his name. Yeah, Actually, um, and he, 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 yeah, he, he said the same. So, oh, yeah, I was a little bit nervous coming into it, but you know what? If you ignore last season, we have a, a pretty good record against the Villa since since uh, our promotion again. So, um, yeah, it was up until sort of the last ten minutes or so where it started to get a bit nervy. We were in complete control. It was a, a really good, positive performance. Bearing in mind we were missing two of our, our key players. So really, really happy with uh, with how we got on, really. And uh, yeah, big three points for the lads. Yeah, I wasn't very confident coming into the game, but I had a conversation with someone on the Friday night and I said, OK, take away the fact it's Villa, say it's Southampton coming to town. Same form, same team, same management, same position in the league. And I think we beat them. But because it's got Aston Villa on the kit, I was, I was bricking it, Finn. I don't know how you were feeling. Yeah, and I think there's an element of, for me anyway, the lingering feeling of Leeds once it's an international break and that's the, you've got that sort of negative, like last emotion lingering. I think uh, Villa were favourites as well with the bookie. So it was all pointing to a to a negative result. Um, and you could say, like when we get into it, Villa gifted us a few opportunities and, and obviously goals as well. Still, um, I think we played really, really well as well, but they helped us along the way as Wolves' TikTok pointed out today as well. Um, if anyone has hasn't seen that, but no, yeah, um, it's Wolves recently. To quote the great man, have been a roller coaster. Um, so it, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, up one week, down the next, and then we're we're up again at the moment. So happy days. Start with the lineup, Dave. Marcel coming in, um, Silver being being thrown into the mix with him, and has been suspended. I believe Bolly came in as well, and, and then yeah. Donk for, for Neves. I saw that lineup, and I said to you, boys, like. God, what's he doing? And to be fair, to be fair to Dave, he said, I like that. I don't mind it. What out of that lineup did you like in, in hindsight, Dave? Well, obviously, we knew, I think we all pretty much knew Fabio was going to start. I think uh, if if Bruno hadn't have experimented against uh, Palace, that front three of like Huang, Trincao, and Neto, we may well have seen that. Um, or, or similar, or, or Huang, Pedence, Neto, yeah. or whatever. Um, 
but obviously we tried that, didn't work. So I think we all knew that Fabio was going to get a go. Uh, and I think with how attacking that front three can be, I think you still do need a little bit of defensive solidity at the back. And I think Marcel obviously offers that. Saying that, Ait Nori's still defensive numbers are good. I'm not too sure what's going on with him still at the moment. Um, I don't know if his fitness is an issue or whether there's something behind the scenes that Bruno still doesn't quite like about him. Um, and the back three, Bolly in for, for Sace. And I think that's... I, I don't dislike Sace. I haven't disliked his performances, but there were a lot of people saying that ever since AFCON, he's, he's slowed down a little bit. So that back three is something that I really, really like. Kilman, Cody, Bolly. And uh, bar one or two openings for Villa, I thought they coped really, really well. Um, and the middle two as well. I mean, Dendon Camatino, it's not something that I'd go out my way to pick if I was the manager, if I'm honest. But got to say, I thought Donk had a really, really solid game. But Matinho was just a class above again. Yeah, I, I I agree, mate. It's funny you should say that about Afcon though, because Sais has struggled since he's come back. Um, and then there's there's been other players, more high profile players in the league, such as Salah, who say struggled. He still scored goals, but hasn't been himself. Mendy at Chelsea as well. I wonder what it is. I wonder whether it's just a, a complete coincidence. Um, Delayed jet lag, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't People think that's get laser pointers. Totally honest. <laughs> missing, missing the laser pointers. That's it. <laughs> yeah, perhaps we get some laser pointers in the North Bank and, and say it will be all right. But should have had that. Yeah, after the Ollie Watkins penalty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll come on to the penalty because it's a, it's a strange one. I'm still I'm still quite undecided. My DPD bloke who delivers parcels here, who's a Wolves fan, he'd probably listen. Actually, he's adamant that it's not a penalty, but I, I don't know. But we'll come on to that. Um, but Finn, then Donker and Martino in the meal. In, in the middle, did yeah. an absolute in your meal. Did an absolute job, didn't they? Unbelievable. Dendonka was like a different bloke. He looked trimmer. He looked more agile. I think he rouletted someone on the edge of our own box about halfway through the first <laughs> half. And I thought, right, this is a different bloke here. I was praising him, and then at the first time I outwardly praised him, like with my mouth, um, to the whole North sorry. Bank. He then whacked the ball. Sorry, no, didn't. You know what I mean with my speech. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Right. He deserved it, but uh, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, let's go. Oh, Dendonk's having a great game here, and then he whacked the ball straight into Bolly. Um, so I sort of I saw that on your blog, that was funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. Dendonk is a different man, he just smacked it off Bolly's head. Bang, <laughs> have it. Um, but no, yeah, it's, it was a uh, vintage Matinho, um, as we've seen a lot more this season, um, aging like a fine wine. And Dendonk, honestly, was a man possessed. Whether I never think he plays well in a two, and I think. Did he play in a two against Leeds as well? Leeds away earlier on in the season. I thought, God, that's the last yeah. time we ever see him in a two. And uh, yeah, I was proven wrong. He was fantastic. He looked, though, man. Like, he looked like a man mm. with a point to prove. He was aggressive. He was a little bit powder puff at times this season, but he, he was he was there, man. He, he was raring to go. You say he's a changed man, but when that chance comes for him, and oh yeah, <laughs> when you're right in front of me, I, it's like it's like almost when Trevor goes for a goal, you know, there's only one outcome, and it's going to end up in row M. And yeah, but everyone around me was like, "Fuck it out, then don't." <laughs> <laughs> if he, the thing is, if he just showed the way Villa were diving into challenges and stuff, if he just showed that little bit of composure and then brought it back onto his right foot, one, that defender would have committed, and he had the whole goal to aim at. Then that's what I was, yeah, because people going, "Oh, it's on his weak foot." I was going, "Well, he had time. It's not like he had he to take the shot." Then he had so right much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just looked confident on the ball, and it wasn't just him; it was Trincao who, by the way, after the West Ham game, I think I said on the podcast, I'd be surprised to never see him wear a wool shirt again. And he's mm. definitely proved me wrong the last two games. Uh, but him and then Donker just looked like so much confidence on the ball. Donk just didn't look like 
by that shot. He didn't look like he was panicking on the ball. He was just having loads of little touches and, you know, working his way out of trouble. And I think, uh, bar once or twice, just the, the team as a whole, this playing out of defence thing is starting to really, really click. I think there was one instance where Marcel just uh, didn't really have an option and overplayed it and, and led to a decent mm. Villa chance. Uh, but other than that, really, really solid. Yeah, then then Donker was great. He's a uh, well, that him and Matinho just stopped that 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 passing line to Coutinho all game. And you see how deep Coutinho was having to drop to try and pick the ball up. And as good as he is, he's not going to hurt you from there. And I think Wolves completely nullified Villa's biggest threat apart from Coutinho in in Matty Cash, who under Gerard has been excellent. Really, um, a lot of the play comes from the right hand side, but. Wolves just kind of led Villa up kind of cul-de-sacs, um, thwarted so many attacks and won the ball back and countered really well. Um, and, we, and and they countered well for the first goal, didn't they, Dave? With the slip from McGinn, Matinho's broke forward. He did that two or three occasions. I don't know, he must have had his Weetabix in the morning. Yeah. Plays, a, yeah. plays a bit of a hospital ball over to Pedence. Concert falls on his arse and... I thought when the shot got blocked and Silver's shot got blocked, I thought, fucking hell, it's going to be one of them afternoons. And then Johnny, who's turning to a, a season talisman, absolute centre-forwards finish and angles it into the top corner. What a finish. Yeah, the technique on that finish was unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, we just took advantage We just took advantage of their mistakes. You know, one, well, the, both slips, um, like you said, Martino driving forward. And that's what he was doing. It wasn't just, you know, he was doing an all-round midfielder's job. He was doing those driving runs that Nevers has been making over the last few weeks. He'd been, you know, dictating the tempo of the game and and, and being that middleman to get the ball from one side of the pitch to the other. Um, and again, Pedence just like his normal self, just almost indecisive when he's got that little bit too much time. Fabio, uh, I would have obviously loved him to, to have scored, but you know what, Johnny, what a strike that is. And, uh, now, Emmy Martinez on his day can be a very good goalkeeper, but when you're hitting him as sweet as that, you know, you're going to beat him nine times out of ten. So, brilliant goal. And for him to score two and two is unheard of. Imagine if you had Johnny, first goal scorer again. Mm. I mean, I, I really like Samaida. I think he's a cracking player. And we'll probably come on to this a little bit later. Um, but for me, for, for Johnny's performances the last three or four games, Samayda's going to find it really tough to get into this team. I don't know what you feel about it, Finn, but I just feel like Johnny is almost the, in in the biggest possible compliment, is almost like a dock 2.0 in terms of right place, right time. However, he can actually defend, he can actually retain possession, he can, he can do everything. Yeah, which was something you probably criticised previous Johnny about. I think Wolves tweeted that in his first yeah. 99 games, he scored three goals, mostly off the left a bit. You could say two, he's Johnny on the spot, couldn't you, really? You really? There it is. We'll collect the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought about putting in my video, here's Johnny, and I thought, no. No, it's so many um, yeah. <laughs> um, But no, yeah, I, as, as good as Semedo has been, I'm pretty sure it's zero goals, zero assists for the season um, so far. And then Johnny comes in and, and does this. And I always felt he was hampered on the left. I always felt there was more mm. to him. He just couldn't. I mean, at the end of the day, he's on his weak foot, isn't he? Trying to well, volume in from that angle or cross it in. I, yeah, but um, we've got good competition there because it was crossing my mind as well. Could you move him over to the left after I've just said we shouldn't? But uh, you could move over to the left and put Samedo in as well if he isn't fancying eight Nori. You've basically got five wing-backs now and Johnny that can play on either side. Um, so it's very, very stiff stiff competition. Is that the one? 
Johnny and Steph yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had that in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a joke in there okay. somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll back off and say, yeah, great performance. I, I that that full, the wing pack position is is an intriguing one with Marcel going back to Brazil, and I think the left back next season will be Giles and I think it'll be Giles and Aitnuru. With with Bruno already saying how he thinks what Joel is on the same level as Aitnuri, which is which is a bit strange, almost for me, a message to Aitnuri to pull his finger out, as Dave's alluded to earlier, there might be something going on there, we don't know. And I think it'll be Johnny on the right and a backup. I think it'll be Keanu Hoover. I don't think Samad will be here. I really don't. I think they'll I think they'll extend his contract because they can trigger it for a year and they'll go to Atletico Madrid. But oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, get your money back. If they offered you 30 mil now, you take it. They'd take 25, wouldn't you, really? Hmm. Mm. I, and I really like Samada. I think he's been brilliant this season. But I'm just I thinking... think it I, I think it depends on our European qualification because if we can get into Europe this season, because you know, we've still got what seven, eight games left. If we can sneak into Europe this season, I think having a wing back option of uh Johnny and Samada on the same side would be f- ridiculously good. It would be, but then you've got to, you've got to think. Well, I would he... buy another left wing back because I wouldn't have Aitnori and Giles as my two left wing backs. Would you not? Nah. But then Johnny can play on the left, Carney. So there, there's your cover. I know what you mean. You want someone yeah, a bit more uh, speedy uh, or yeah. a different profile because I feel like they're a little bit of the same player. Mm. That's yeah, that's just like... that's just what I feel. That's just I just I just think it could happen. I know they've got that Vrasco. Is it Vrasco right wing up at Vrasco? Vrasco, is it? Yeah. Yeah, who plays for he's them? About I know 40, yeah, you know, he's been going on for years. <laughs> uh, he is 30, and I know that they're after Matty Cash, so mm. but he's on a new deal at Villa. Um, so an interest, I don't know, I just feel like he has Johnny, Johnny, and, Johnny and Samada will want to be playing week in, week out, and with Johnny's form, he gets a nod ahead for me. Um, but let's talk about Fabio Silva, lads. Almost a baptism of fire for him. I thought he was excellent. I thought he led the line with real maturity. He bullied Concer and Mings. Well, it's easy to bully Mings, but Concer's a very good centre-half, I feel. And he did a job on them all day. But Finn, it was just nice to see a little bit different kind of dynamism. He, he came he came short as much as he went long, didn't he? It was a joke yeah. as well, where if you want to... <laughs> <laughs> resist them all. Yeah. Family friendly talking walls. Um <laughs> but no, yeah, I thought he was brilliant, just everything but a goal. Probably should have scored one of his few chances, to be fair. The one where he did do Mings on the outside. I remember was it yeah. Southampton at home where he tried that sort of outside of the foot finish? <clears throat> I thought that was it was lined up for something oh, like no, that. But it'll come. There. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it'll come. Um there's another one. Um and, uh, <laughs> can have a whack um, up, mate. Bloody, I'll get it. We're talking about football. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, great performance. I it felt a little bit like because Mings is so big, yet doesn't use. It, he's not as strong as he looks, is he? It felt like you know, like in Back to the Future, where he like beats up the guy to impress the girl, but the guy's letting him. It's yeah. like Mings looks big, so it looks impressive that he's beating Mings. Well, it's not actually that impressive. I don't, it's a, don't it's think a weird he's a one. pushover, though. Like, he's not, he's not a no, he did well. But when it's like, wow, he's bullying six foot five Mings, and all you've got to do is just give him a little shoulder. But no, yeah, great performance. But as you say, um, one getting in the England team, and arguably Conter, who probably should be getting in over Mings, and he did, did brilliantly against them uh, in behind, coming to feet as well. So, yeah, more of the same we've got for at least another game, haven't we, with the, 
with yeah. no Raul. And then after that, it's it could be up for grabs that position. The chance in the first half, though, it was like almost directly behind me. And to be fair to Martinez, he he narrowed the angle really well. He he, he kind of made Silver's mind up for him, but. Uh, he, 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 I mean, you hit the target. You can't. You can't. We can't ask for much more. You can score. But Dave, what did you think of, of his performance? I, like I've said, I, I, I thought he was excellent and silenced some unjust critics, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I've been a huge fan of him since since day one, and always wanted him to succeed here. And I'm glad that he obviously got that opportunity and 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 did well. Like you said, Finn. Uh, you know, the chance against Mings. Did well there. It, I was looking at it. I think, like you said, Matt Martinez did really well. If it was me, uh, I probably would have smashed it. But I'm not a striker. <laughs> uh, that cost 35 million, so I don't know, Jack. Um, but the chance of the second half, he did well. Created it all on his own. Really nice curling effort towards goal, and obviously tested Martinez again. But I'm glad. Probably 95 percent of people on social media seem to actually appreciate the performance, or a lot of people that have been giving him stick who actually sort of held their hands up and you know said he played well and it just wasn't it wasn't just his play in front of goal it was his all-round hold-up play bringing the ball out from from our own half into the the villa half um and just, and just really tidy football i think um you know picked up some nice positions i saw one one bloke that said he was wasteful and made no runs i was like i don't know what you what game you were watching? I honestly think, because... like, what, yeah, like, he watched the same game as me. Like, I don't feel like I'm a his runs. I think his runs are so. In... The only, the only so time, with his runs. the only time he could have probably done a little bit better was the, the time when Matinho broke into the box on his own and Fabio was there. But I think, the, again, the Villa credit to the Villa defense. I think they dealt with that quite well. Um, but yeah, he, he did really, really well. And just in general, I think the way he brought Pedence and Trincao both into the game, I think, you know, the three, you know, Young, I was saying, going to say fairly young players. Potentially, is probably a little bit older than we think. But three, you know, Portuguese players that still want to prove a point. I don't think any of them are guaranteed a spot in this team because you got Neto, you got Huang, you got Jimenez, you got, you know, you got players that are links as well. So they all want to prove a point, and uh, yeah, did did really really well. The one chance I wish we did better at, and I've listened to the Wolves commentary since, was the one where we broke free and Trincao had the ball on his right foot. And should have just whipped it across the pitch and then come back onto his left foot and allowed Villa to get back. I think he tried to play it across to Bedentz and we lost it. Um, so I, I wish we did a little bit better with that. But yeah, overall, top, top performance. Talking to Trinko, I'm going to go full 180. I want to see him in a wolf shirt next season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. There's just something about him. and I feel like he's going to be the one that got away, more so than Vitinha. I don't think he's a Barcelona player, especially with the way they play now. I think Adama's a lot more suited to Barcelona than Trincao is, which is what I'm hoping God, for. What a sentence that. You wouldn't have thought that at the start of the season. No, I know, but under <laughs> under Xavi, they're almost uh, having kind of close build-up play on one side and the wingers are holding the width and they're doing a massive switch and getting the wingers one-on-one with the full-backs now. Usman Dembele is playing out of his skin and probably one-on-one -on -one he's one of, if not the best wingers in the world for me. Adama Traore in terms of taking, getting the ball past the player again, uh, one of the best, but his final product lets him down. So that's what I'm hoping for. But I don't know, like, there's just the last two games have really filled me with encouragement for Trinko. He's, for me, he's in, he's in the category of the Mares player that just, just nice to watch. Just technique is absolutely outstanding. And it's still, is he 22, 23? 
I still think there's a real player in there and people are going to say, I don't know what I'm on about, which is fair enough. He's not shown enough to warrant 30 million, but I don't know. I just I just like him as a player. I really like him. I don't know how you boys feel. Yeah, he's he's playing with a lot more confidence this weekend. Like Obviously, he came into the Leeds game. You know, the, the, the Leeds game in particular, the, the confidence he had obviously, to, to try that shot from range to begin with, you know, the one that hit the, the woodwork and back shot out. Yeah, and... Um, just, just little stuff like the stepovers against the Villa. You know, he gets the ball on the edge of the area and he's doing three or four stepovers and turning his man. And, you know, I think he's sort of, it's not just him, it's Pedent, it's Fabio, it's Wang. You know, everyone just needs to pull the trigger a little bit sooner, I think, and just have a little bit more confidence in themselves. Because uh, I think he was guilty of that as well, Trincao. But I can see where you're coming from, Matt. I'm not quite fully, yes, sign him, but I'm leaning towards it a lot more I'm now. for the Kool-Aid, mate, um, getting it. But Any the same chance? thing, if, if if Barcelona now come with an offer saying, right, we want Adama, would you do a straight swap for Trincao? I think the, the percentage of Wolves fans that would say yes to that deal is slowly but surely getting a lot bigger. I think we're almost forgetting about Trail right now. Like, we've had the break-up. We've, we've, we've slept around a little. Um, and we're all right. We're over had a few it. dates. Yeah, we've, we're over. You know, we've been, been to Nando's a couple of times with a few other birds. And we're all right. Like, we wish him well. That's how I kind of feel about Adar at the minute. You've been on um, too many nights out with Cavalera and Bonatini. And, and Trinko. And... <laughs> yeah. um, so, I how do you feel about it, Finn? He's 22 years of age, mate. And we've got to remember that as well. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a young lad coming to a, a new league. Can you, I'm try, really trying to sell in here. Mendes, he said, said to me, I'm on commissions. <clears throat> been on a few dates with Trinko, yeah, but he's... Still can't do that thing I like that Traore could do. It's very different, isn't he? Like, I, I am coming round to it. I what think is that thing that Traore can do in this instance? <laughs> Cross it into the North Bank. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, he's, his first touch, right? I was thinking at the Villa game, I don't think I've seen a player at Wolves with a better first touch than Trincao. And I, I'm massively better. overhyping him because the last two get... Yeah, sorry. Better. His first touch is phenomenal. Um, and that's yeah, 25 million right there. I think with the Adama deal, it's like at the start of the season, would you have taken a straight swap for Trinkau? No. But with the situation we've got ourselves into, I'm leaning more towards it because we've we shouldn't have done what we've done in January, being bent over by Barca to put them in a in quite a strong mm -hmm. position. So with how it's going, with Trincao slowly improving and that situation with Adama looking like we might be very stuck, it sort of leads to that Trincao swap for me. And I'm, I'm, like you say, I'm leaning towards it. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it could get to a situation where walls are umming and ahhing uh, come the summer and then Barca are like, right, we don't, well, we don't want to sign Adama. And Adama comes back and doesn't want to sign at Wolves again, doesn't want to sign a new deal mm. and then we're stuck. So we're going to lose Adama on a free... So I think Wolves might be sort of dealt their hand really by Barca. But, you know, I think these performances are, you know, a lot more promising. And I think one or two more of these by Trincao over the next few weeks. And I think a lot, a much bigger percentage of the Wolves fans will be on board with it. Look at it from a business point of view as well. You've got you've got one asset that you own that's out of contract in a year. Who's, what is he, 25 Adama? 25, 26? 26, 26, I think. Who doesn't want to be there, who valued at roughly... 20, 25 million pounds. You've got a player who's 22, who's younger, but valued at roughly the same, has had similar impact in terms of goals and assists for Adama. 
it, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? Otherwise, you're gonna you're gonna have a diamond come back. And he's gonna be he's... worth what twenty million tops, fifteen million at a push. You're gonna sell him for more than that with a year left of his deal. Trinkau's ceiling, I would say, is higher than a diamond's right now Absolutely. as well, a lot higher. So, you know, yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Odd one. Marcel the weekend was fantastic, though. Mate, can you think of more than one game where he's been poor this season? Genuinely, sometimes he's he's got a first touch like a curb. That's my only. Well, that's why when Finn said about Trinkau's first touch, if we go back to the West Ham one, I was slagging off Trinkau's first touch. <laughs> No, honestly, no, the Villa game. He's, like, he's just majestic, isn't he? He's little... Just, he yeah, looks like he doesn't give a shit, Trinkau. Yeah, he just yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. But yeah, Marcel, what a performance, man. Got an assist as well, didn't he? Nice ball in. Yeah. Great great ball into the corridor of uncertainty. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. mouth heads it in. You love, you love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever trust a bloke. Um, and I'm looking at Ashley Young and Demba Baria, who voluntarily shave their head, like bick <laughs> their own head, because they've both got full heads of hair. Like Demba Bar. De- have you not seen Demba Bar now? I'm Googling it, mate. I, have a Google. I saw one recently, yeah. But whether he's, is it not a quick trip to Turkey? I don't, mate, I don't think it... so. If it is, then. Demba you see it, Dave? He needs a raise. Oi. Dave, now with the Lafro. Just yeah, they bick their own head. Like, he's an absolute psychopath. Yeah, but they might have a poor hairline in it. Denver Bar looks well different. He looks good, man. He looks, looks good. Looking well. Looking he well, does, Denver. If you're well, hope you're well, Denver, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> second half, though. We don't make things easy for ourselves, do we? Like, as soon as the pressure started mounting and they were coming forward, I thought, and Brendier did do well when he came on, to be fair to him. But we're going to have another lead here, Finn. I was like, I can't. I can't cope with this. I, I cannot cope. It felt like that, didn't it? And especially, I think there'd be more uproar about the penalty if it had led to us dropping any points, like not taking all three. Um, but yeah, Buendia changed the game. I think it, w- it was Cody did an interview saying about how the tactic was to keep them um, outside, not let the ball get inside to Coutinho. It was something about that, I can't remember what he was saying. But Buendia, sort of on those tired legs that we'd stopped Coutinho for, what, 75, 80 minutes. Then he came on fresh and they were really struggling. Um, for me, that penalty, I was right in front of it. I think we we in the North Bank as well, Matt, you would have been am, right yeah. by it as well. I just assumed it was a foul on Saar. I don't think it's that far. I wouldn't go, oh, if anything, it was a foul on Saar. I, I just can't see. If you watch that back on a video, I can see why the ref's given it. But if you watch that back, you can see that Watkins has won the ball and then can go for the ball, but jumps into Saar to make the contact. And especially when we've had a, a striker-goalkeeper collision two weeks before, in the game before, that it seems to purely just be down to who gets there first because it's a striker colliding with a goalkeeper. Both times, a striker sort of initiating it, but in the two different ways, someone else got the ball and that's a red card, well, a yellow card for the striker in one situation and then a penalty for the striker in another. So it's a sore one. I'm just glad it didn't... Um, Watkins didn't knows, though, if he gets the t- first touch, he's, he's won exactly. a penalty. It's so stupid. So I did it. Sars come out against Spurs and done that before, hasn't he? He's just sort of that one was a penalty. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't know. How I, I don't know how I feel about it, Dave. Like it, I think it's soft. Like I think it's really soft. Like he's running to start. It's a coming together. But in this day and age, I think you'd be fuming if you're a Wolves fan and and Jimenez has nicked it past and the key and he's, the keepers in. I don't, I don't know. Like I can see no, why I've... he's giving it. But what they should have done is not give it and take it to VAR. 
Because they're never going to overturn that because it isn't clear and obvious. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. It's I'm still umming and ahhing about it as well. I can't decide. Like like Finn said, I can see why the referee's given it. Um, and I can see both sides, really. I think, you know, from a, like you say, if, if we had that, you know, Fabio went, you know, beat Martinez to the ball and, and went down, I would have wanted a penalty. So, yeah. I can see it from on both sides. I think it's one of those, if the referee gives it, the VAR ain't, ain't overturning it because I don't think it is clear and obvious. Um, but if that happened against City, I'm sure it wouldn't have got given. You know, it's, it's one of those, really. But, yeah, like you say, I don't think it's been on social media a little bit, but it hasn't been spoke about uh, as much as, Probably, you know, the Melier chat uh, and Jimenez incident did because obviously mm. the, the penalty didn't cost us. You almost missed it, by the way. That would have been unbelievable if it hadn't gone in. The he missed a couple of sitters as well, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, that, that one, the big one, when it went through our defensive line and uh, he went in on goal, I was adamant that was in the back of the net. And that would have been like with a good half an hour or so, if not more, to play. We, we that, that's when it would have been nervy. And uh, that's the thing, like, as much as we played well defensively, we got caught out a couple of times. We just like, Simple balls over the top, like in between centre halves. It's got to be, it's got to be better than that. Because on another yeah. day, we, we would have got punished. But then at the same time, we had we had a lot of our own chances as well that we exactly. should have, you know, we should have buried. I think the game overall was a lot more open, and we've seen that. I think I worked mm. out in our last four games, if I'm right, we scored nine goals, which equates yeah, to only, like a, a only good chunk s- of our goals. Spurs have scored more goals, or Liverpool. Spurs and Liverpool, that was it. Oh, uh, since the start of the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when that came up on screen, I was like, "That's wrong. It's got to be." Yeah. <laughs> I'd be interested to see it in the last few games, to be fair, because we, you know, we scored a, scored a, a good amount, and uh, mm. yes, we are conceding just that little bit more. But I think we won't mind if we do have to open up a little bit to start scoring more goals. So be it. You know, we just need to try and get these wins. Yeah. Um, going on to bet, mate, lad. So it was a free to enter pot. Just looking at some of the winners here. Fourth, Jamie Duffel. Three, Key Barker. Talking Wolves contributor. Like that, didn't he? Yeah, ZR Wall second and top. Top. Top is Matt Cooper. <laughs> Up the walls. Dave is absolutely fuming. Look at you know why I'm fuming, though? You know why I'm fuming? <laughs> Finn, I'll tell, let me tell you a story here, Finn. So I had to meet Matt before the games dropped something off for him. And uh, when it we're walking, to... he's made it sound like it was. It wasn't. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> uh, as we're walking towards the ground, I said, "Oh, let me sort my bet, mate." And I told Matt my team verbally, and Matt said, "Yeah, I think that's the same as my team." And when I get home, and he's won it, and he's got John McGinn as captain. <laughs> What's going on there? So he well, lied to me. Uh, Unless he changed it in the ground. How you won? Didn't he get booked and all sorts? No, nah, oh, he yeah. just ran the game. Well, I don't know. It's to do with tackles and that everything in it. Well, I, I, I think didn't... you should have points deducted for slipping, really. Away I did goal. a bit of research 100%. prior to the game and I've almost changed tact with how I'm doing this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you into a bit of a Matt Cooper bet mate masterclass here, kind of like the coach's voice with Matt Cooper. I'm listening. Um so I think you've almost and Dave will echo this, you've almost got to put your cock on the block and go with one team, pick four players from one team. Yeah. Um which I didn't, but that's that's my that's my that's my theory. Well, I picked four players from Wolves, but perhaps maybe I'd, I'd have picked five. But look at players who have got high tackles and interceptions per 90, which is what I did with John McGinn. Uh, and I captained him, and he got six tackles and two interceptions, which is which is, which is quite high. And that's how I won it. And I took home £40. 
Because when I refreshed the app, I, I thought it was like a glitch. I thought like I'd gone straight to the top because I couldn't get any internet. But it turns out I've, I've won it. So I think that settles the debate. Who knows more about football? Oh, we've got to wait till the end of the season. The highest, uh, highest, highest standings. Yeah, but like, give it a chance. Yeah, but if I win the next two weeks, are you still going to say you're still the bit mate champ? I was first here, mate. Uh, My flag. When you said anyway, when you said tackles, Finn's Finn's eye lit, eyes lit up anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> talking about John McGinn's tackle. Uh, Ever, tiny. Have you tiny. seen that picture of Morgan Sanson with his rod? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's somewhat, it's kind of, Sending me after, please. <laughs> yeah, is he, he played for Leon or Marseille? Is it Marseille? Yeah, Marseille. Marseille, Marseille one, yeah. Yeah. Picture of him being like tackled, and he's like he's cock falling out his shorts. So. <laughs> not funny. real, not a crease. Because thingy, the guy on uh, TikTok, don't he does like? Is it is it the actual thing or is it just a crease in the shorts? Because there's an Mbappe one recently where it turns out it was a crease. I don't. I mean, looking at my creases in my shorts, I don't look like foreskin. So I, um, yeah, yeah I can pretty much guarantee. Oh, so I also you know, Say, say Thanks, again. mate. No. Send it now. As HD as you can, please. <laughs> Not safe for work. I came second on the Magpie Channel pot as well. Who have recently parted with Bet Mate, one of our one of our friends at Talking Wall. So it's a really good week for me. One like fifty six pound fifty pence. All for it to come crashing down. I had a go on the Inter game as well. I was like fourth with like ten minutes to go. I couldn't believe it, and then I finished about fifteenth. But how's that humble pie taste, David? Are you enjoying it? Well, this is my team for the Newcastle game. This is going to win. This is the one that's going to let's go on. Let's go on to the Newcastle game. But yeah, um, we'll talk. We'll talk, tell us about your team in a sec, Dave. But yeah, um, three pound in for this game on Bet, mate. Can find it via the home uh, via the home page on the app, and it's your chance to win a share of two hundred pound. And we are teaming up this one. It's a joint pot with Newcastle fan channel. Why? It's the Magpie channel. Matty Renton, who's will be on the preview as well. Um, it's almost like a head-to-head. We want to see as many of you Wolves bods in the top six, including Dave. That includes you, mate. So put oh, a shift in. Pressure's on. We want to see as many of you in the top six because we want to beat these. We want to beat them off the pitch. And we want to beat them on the pitch. But Dave, tell me your team and well, how you're going to... It's going to be a Maltese masterclass come Friday. There is. <laughs> well, what you haven't mentioned as well, Matt, is that there is a forfeit. If if me or Matt finish below either of the Magpie boys, so if whoever finishes bottom out of the... There's me and Matt, and then there's Matty and Keg from the Magpie yeah. channel. Whoever finishes bottom has to wear the opposition shirt on the next podcast. So if I finish lowest out of everyone, I have to wear a Newcastle shirt on the next pod. So yeah. uh, pressure's on, really. New new, get, new piece of Castor gear, though. So, you know, never goes amiss. <laughs> I've got like, Bruno Large's wardrobe. Upset. I'll go full out, go for a Newcastle Brown classic. It's a Castor derby. Yeah. The Castor and the Bitmate Derby and the 1 1 Derby. That's another one. We should have um, gone the same team, Dave, really, and then been like in the hope that we both just finish above because if, if no, nah, this is the winning team. The ball, no, mine's the winning team. So I've gone Jose Siren goal, as you do. Wait. Going with Johnny. Wait. Uh, um, Kilman. But uh, yeah, it might, might change. Yeah. Uh, Bruno Gumarish. Nice. Um, Daniel Budins. Nice, uh, yourself <laughs> and Chris Wood. <laughs> uh, when's he gonna get going for England? Um, <laughs> I've gone with, and, and this is my team, and off the back of a massive win, I'm feeling quite confident. I've, I've gone with the five Wolves players in, in the lineup, so in Gog on Jose Sar. I've gone with Marcel and Johnny purely based on tackles, interceptions, and both of them look like nicking a goal or an assist. Marcel may change if I knew he plays. 
in the midfield, and this is where I think I'm going to pick up some serious points. Joe Linton, captain. <laughs> the bloke is a machine. He's revitalised under Eddie Howe. Tackles, interceptions. He's your man. Then yeah, Dondre- look, Have you seen his points the last few games? Uh, mate, let's discuss like this. two points every game. He makes, what, six or seven tackles and interceptions a game. Well, we shall see. Then Donker is my voice captain, bold. And then Alan St. Maximan and Silver up top. What do you reckon an M St. Maximan links today? I know they were absolute bollocks, but would you I was gonna say if you get if you get a Newcastle show at St. Maximan on Dave, it saves you saves you for next year. I but... don't know, man. I'd I'd love to see him at Walls just for the I'd buy a Gucci headband. Um <laughs> But I can't nah, believe I he's been snubbed for Gucci, by the way. I, I think he's too, he's too much like a Dharma. I've just I don't think that's the direction of, we want to go in. And I've again, seen, I think he's a, he's a bit of a sick note. I've just seen that picture of Sanson and it actually looks like a roller of a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, how much would they want? for him? Like 50-odd million, though. They'd want money. They want to make the money back, obviously, plus more. But I think he's a bit of a sick note and he's... Last couple of months he's been poor apparently. So and he wants a new contract, and if they can't afford it, how can we? What he wants? I think they can afford unlimited money. I don't know. I think they can afford it. With it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. They they're going in. You know, as they grow, they want to go in a certain direction. And if he's going to be a little bit like a diamond, I think he is the star of the show when he necessarily isn't. You know, that's Mm. what it is. But I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not fully convinced. If you asked me three or four months ago, I would be all over it. But at the moment, mm. I'm not fully convinced. Is he better than Francisco Trincao? I don't think he is. <laughs> That's where my money'd be going. <laughs> no, okay. No he's he, like it'd be good for the like five games he played, though, wouldn't it? Because he'd be unfit for the rest of them. He's constantly, constantly cropped. That's um, what I mean. You don't. You don't want players like that. I think they're going about it the right way, though. I, you know, I think a lot of fans thought Newcastle would be doing a, a QPR. When they yeah. just try and sign like washed up Clint Hill, yeah, you know, Julio Cesar, and you know, and who else is that? Chris Samba. They went down. Can't be that good. Yeah. With Cesar, did he, he go down? He's, yeah, he was like fifty yeah. odd. He left at the end he of the season. They had um, a Barte right back. They had, oh, God, they had yeah. Taiwo as well. T- yeah, TV Taiwo, whatever his name is. Uh, Vargas was he the time after as well? The striker. I, I yeah. liked Gibral Cisse, mate. We were throwing him. <clears throat> no, they stayed up for the one season, man, didn't they? Because they played, um, they played against City when they won the league against United, didn't they? I'm just looking. Joey Barton got yeah. got sent off, didn't he? So they had Julio Cesar. Yes. I'm just picking out some names: Chris Samba, Armand Traore, Basingua, Fabio, Hoye, Sean Wright, Phillips, Hit, uh, Genus, Hoyler, Townsend, Stefan Umbia, uh, Louis Kremer. And the season they before, have... they had uh, they took Cissé out on loan. Anton Ferdinand, it just brought shit though. Didn't Mate, they? if you if you told me true or false, did this player play for QPR? Half of them, I would have said no. I didn't know half of them really? played for QPR. Like Stefan and Beer and that, I didn't know that he played for QPR. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember it. Did they have Luongo then? Because I met him on a train recently. Massimo. Yeah, Massimo. Luongo. Yeah, he was Championship days though, wasn't he? he what was... a bloke. Yeah. What would you like? he from again? Um, he's foreign, isn't he? Not New Zealand, either New right. Zealand or Australia. I can't remember. Which. I think it's Australia. He was nice. He was Balenciaga head to toe, and he took Jeez. up the whole four thing. And I was, I waited until I was getting off because I didn't want to like. But then, as I was getting off, loads of people were like, "Oh, who was that?" Because I had a chat with him. How did and you recognise Massimo Luanga? So mate, 
Mate, I my football knowledge, Mas- I knew Massimo. Basically, I thought, oh, that looks like Massimo Luongo. And then he went on the phone. He's like, all right. Nice <laughs> from the <laughs> It confirms it, doesn't it, when he pulls out the Aussie accent. So it, it would have been embarrassing. Massimo? No, mate. But um, but no, yeah, it works. Great, where's, great place. Where's he from again? <laughs> <laughs> That's Him so niche. I wouldn't recognise Massimo Luongo. Nah, he's a Google him. He's a recognisable boy, and then the Australian accent. But yeah, he was a lovely, lovely fella. Said he wishes him all the well, best. Adal Tarap, yeah. Park Ji Sung, uh, Samba Diakito, some team that was. Um, anyway, Wolves versus Newcastle. How do you reckon we're going to get on here, lads? I'm, I'm feeling confident. I really am. Newcastle. Am I the only one going? Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going. I don't. I've got a job. I'm not. So I can't get up there. Um, <laughs> just looking now, they've they've lost the last three. They've got mm. six points out of a possible fifteen. Sliding a little bit. They're under how they had a bit of a bounce in there, a banging form, but they seem to have fallen off. I think they'll be safe purely because. The teams below and probably won't pick up any points, but they've got to got to win this. Have to win this if we're serious about what we're doing this season. We've got to win it. Yeah, if, if the club want European football, we've got to be, we've got to beat these. Um, you look at the table right now. Obviously, United dropping points again over the weekend. We beat Leeds uh, a couple of weeks ago. We would have been in a phenomenal position right now. Um, so yeah, these are the type of games you've got to win, especially with Aberdeen in sort of end of this month, early next month. Uh, with some of the teams that we've still got to play. so, But, you know, we always draw 1-1 against Newcastle. So if you want to chuck a little bit of money at this game, that's probably a safe bet. But I hope I'm wrong. Hart is saying a 2-0 win. Finn, are you confident about this? Are you? Go- I'll take it you're going, boy, Junior Boy, comments. Yeah, I think so. Um, I I do work, but I'm having having the day off. Oh, uh, okay. and, it's my, <laughs> and it's my dad's birthday on the Saturday, so on the coach back, it's going to be like a. Ooh, happy does your Does your annual leave reset in April or January? April. See, so, I always feel a little bit hesitant about booking annual leave like a couple of days after the new financial year because I'm always on mm. oh, a bit too soon. Like I feel like I've got nothing left. So you know what? Fair play. <laughs> <to you. laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but. Um, I don't think it's... Is it going to be worth it? As Dave says, I've seen a lot of 1-1 draws with him. They just feel like a new club, don't they? And before that Spurs game, I I didn't know they'd lost like two before that. I thought when yeah. it was like 2-1, 3-1 against Spurs, I thought, oh, this is good. Then their confidence because they've been flying. Then I figured out they hadn't been flying. And then when it hit 4-5-1, I thought, God, this is at the point where it's going to be all oh, Newcastle bounce back next game with a big reaction, um, which is what scares me. But from... From listening to their fans, they're hating Chris Wood um, up front. So, Maximin hasn't really been around the last few games, as we were saying. Joel Linton now, as you, if you picked up Matt now, box-to-box midfielder, mm-hmm. um, previously a £40 million striker. So, it's interesting. Um, I don't think Trippy is back, is he, in time? So, no. there's not much to really scare you in that team. Um, Bruno hasn't really had much of a look so far, but whether they'll give him his, what would it be, his second start? Um, so, I'm interested to see how it goes, but it doesn't really scare me if there's a out of form St Maximin, I think he's back now, but not, as we say, not doing very well. Chris Woods, I think, as you say, if we've got, if we, if we want to be in Europe, you've got to win these sorts of games. So Spurs did a really good job yeah. on St Maximin. Oh, yeah. Doubled up on him really well and pretty much marked him out of the game. And we play that same system. Yeah. So it should be yeah. easy transfer. As long as, long as you, you, your wingers are coming back, then mm. you should be fine. You'll pat them with field out because you'll, you'll only turn into turning field and you won't hopefully turn into trouble. That's what, Find plan with him, but I, I feel confident. And if if we are going to be serious about trying to get that seventh seventh place spot, then we 
these these are the games you've got to be winning. You know, we've got Brighton coming up again, a winnable game, Burnley coming up a winnable game. Then you've got some really tough fixtures against Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Like those last three are the ones where you're gonna drop points. The these mm-hmm. the other games you have to win. You have even even a draw I'd be disappointed with. But you're right, Finn. It may be it's going to go one or two ways. They're going to have that bounce back and a reaction from the performance at, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, or they're already going to be on the beach. Knowing our look, it's probably going to be the former rather than the latter. <laughs> but do you do you change anything, or do you just go the same team? I I was going to say stick to the same team. Number. Mm, I, I, so. I would have said eight Nori for Marcel, but after Marcel's performance, I think. You've got to give him another go. Keep the consistency. Played well with that team. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd go be, with that again. Shouldn't be tired legs, should it? And then we've got a week off next week as well. So it's basically yeah, you've got a free hit. I'd, yeah, I'd go with the on. the same team. And then, you know, you got still the lot that, you know, we, we, we're allowed to bring on Neto and Huang, you know, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And real, you know, and Huang probably should have scored as well. But to bring those yeah. two on is, you know, mm-hmm. Got real you strength right, though, for that chance, apart from the finish. Yeah, I thought it was in. I couldn't. I, I had just a slightly uh, difficult angle seeing it, and I was just waiting for everyone to start celebrating. I couldn't believe it went wide. But yeah, the the, the luxury of having these sort of guys to bring off the bench as well is going to be key, I think. But yeah, I think even the back five, I would I would keep the the same team. Yeah, there's different profiles as well. You can bring on like Neto is different to what we've got completely. I think he's probably our most direct forward at, yeah. at the lot. Um, Wang is still not not convinced, but even like say if we're struggling, bringing on eight Nuri from Arsenal, like kind of took the kitchen sink at it. He likes Chiquinho as well. He said he was impressed with Chiquinho come on because he just presses, doesn't he? He's a really good player for that. I think uh, he's so eager though just to impress his knees. Obviously, come from Estoril. He was good. He was on good form. Estoril as well. You know, he had yeah. a really good season for him, so he, he would have been on good form. Um, so. Yeah, I think he deserves a little bit more chance in the first team. I think he's somebody probably more to watch for next year. Get a pre season on his back. So if say we get rid of Adama, bring Trincone and bring in another winger, would you send Chiquinho out on loan? I think I would. Yeah, at that sort of age, you want them playing regular football. There's no yeah. good in him getting five minutes for the, the first team and then playing 20, 23s football against Hereford under 23s or whatever, you know, like yeah. bollocks. So. Yeah, you want him playing football. You do. Properly. Right then, lads. Um, we're going to do the quiz next. We're going to answer questions to end, end the uh, end the podcast with. It's different different quiz this week. Instead of um, knocking off FB ref, we've gone with <laughs> a, a different quiz. So we've got six players here. There's three players each. Now, you've got 30 seconds to guess the player and with yes or no questions. So you've got 30 seconds to ask the questions and even guess if you want, and then you'll have one guess once your time's up. Now, whoever's, whoever's turn it is, if you don't get it, whether it's Fing who goes first, if he doesn't get it, Dave will then be able to steal by having one guess at the end. So um, we'll start the running. If there's a question that I'm not sure, I will say not sure, because although my knowledge is good, it, it, it is still... Limited. I don't don't know what size shoe Bakary Saka is. So, um, <laughs> does it plays all from two thousand five? Yeah, so it's two thousand and five onwards. Yeah. Um, so, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put thirty seconds on the clock. So, Dave, you have thirty seconds <clears throat> to tell me 
who this Wolves player is starting from now. Uh, did he play under Nuno? No. Did he play under McCarthy? Yes. Uh, did he play for us during the Premier League with McCarthy? Yes. Uh, was he at the club for longer than a season? Yes. Was he a midfielder? No. Attacker? No. Defender? Yes, 10 seconds. Uh, was he British? Yes. Uh, was he captain at any point? Yes. Time's up. Who's oh, your guess? Oh. Two players there, aren't there? Uh. Premier I should have asked the champion. I'm going to go with Jody Craddock. Oh. Roger Johnson. Oh, oh. Hey, where was my... Oh, sorry. I the point to steal. <laughs> Robbed. All right, yeah. nah, it's all right. <laughs> I gave you a tap in there as well. You can't, you can't yeah. steal on the next spot. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. You can't steal. Fuck me, I'm useless. Right. <laughs> Finn Morris, you have 30 seconds to tell me who this Wolves player is starting from now. Did he play under McCarthy? Yes. Okay. Uh, is he British? Yes. Is he English? No. Is he Scottish? No. Is he Welsh? Yes. Uh, is he a midfielder? No. Not Dave Edwards. Ten Probably seconds. Welsh. Welsh. Uh, uh, Sam Ricketts is too late. It's not Sam. Is he a defender? No. Striker? Yes. Tom's oh, Wayne Hen Oh. Oh no! Oh. Who's it's striker Wayne Hennessy? Come on! <laughs> no, <it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to this. Right, you've got you've got one guess. Um, McCarthy, Welsh, Sam Vokes. No. Ah, oh. uh, Dave, like, I'm going to give you the chance to steal, but you're not I'll getting get it. <laughs> Welsh striker. That's not not Sam Vokes. Um, Craig Davis. Wasn't Craig Davis? No. Oh, good shout. It wasn't. It was Freddie Eastwood. Oh, I held his hand when I was mascot. Coventry I would have said he was Welsh, to be fair. I, I didn't know who he represented. I held, say, Olifinjana's hand when I was mascot. Yeah, I was Gary Breen, Freddie Eastwood, <laughs> and Carl Henry. Right. Oh, you're just giving away all the answers? <laughs> some may appear in this, some may not. No. Well, that's thrown it, hasn't it? That's thrown <laughs> it. Right then, next question. Bash. And it do, this does include players who have come on loan as well, by the way. No problems. Um, I wonder why that is on the next one. <laughs> Dave, as a party, you have 30 seconds to tell me who this Wolves player is I'm thinking of. In three, two, one, go. Did he play under Nuno? No. Uh, did he play under Zenga? No. Did he play under McCarthy? Yeah. Uh, did he play in the Premier League? No. Championship. Uh, was he British? Yes. English? Yes. Uh, midfielder? No. You've got five seconds. Attacker? No. Was he part of the title winning team? Mm. He was 07 08. So they finished second. Did he finish? No. Seventh. We won the playoffs. Okay. Who's your guess? English defender or goalkeeper as well. Graham Stack. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a shout that is. No way. What a, sh a shout that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, let me just... I can't get... believe I caught that. Fuck yeah. 
Let me just get this season up here because I'm not sure how many managers were part of uh, we we had during this period. So. Graham Stack was part of the. Remember the crossbar challenge record we had. I think he had. Yeah. He, he got oh, one. Yeah. I tried to search okay. on YouTube the other month and I couldn't find it. Right, this one's going to be. This one's going to be a fun one. Um, Good luck. Finn Morris, you have 30 seconds to tell me who this Wolves player is. I'm thinking of starting in three, two, one. Did he play under Solbakken? No. Was he before Solbakken? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course he was. Um, did he play under Zenga? Yes. Did he play under Nuno as well? Yes. Is he Portuguese? No. Is he a midfielder? No. Is he an attacker? 10 seconds, yes. Uh, oh, Bod, no, he didn't play under. Uh, right, okay, I'll just have to go with the guest now. Right, so he's right, at least you got the times up. Who is it? Oh, so, that you did. So it was an attacker that wasn't Portuguese under Zenga and Nuno. Yeah, so Bonatini was just Nuno, non Portuguese strikers. <laughs> Bod Varson wasn't there for Nuno. Glad was glad on still on loan when we had Nuno. Did we get rid of him? Oh, um, I don't know who to go for. Who else do we have? That's it. Joe Mason was he still there with Nuno? Or could it be like Costa who counts as an attacker, but he's put he's no he's Portuguese? I'm just gonna go for uh. <laughs> Joe Mason. No, no, he wasn't there, was it? Yeah, I'll just go. Oh, yeah, just, don't worry. That's fine. Um, it was John Daddy Bud Varson, mate. Was he still there with Nuno? Nuno was appointed on oh, <laughs> uh, 31st of May. So, yeah. I was going to go with him out. There, so I'm glad. Uh... Oh, Dick Oyo and Nuno. Yeah, good shout. Oh. I didn't let Dave steal either, which is a bit shit of me. But yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there in this game. We'll get there. Right, it was two two players left. Dave, you have 30 mm -hmm. seconds to tell me who the Wolves player is I'm thinking of in three, two, one, go. Uh, did he play before, uh, was he at the club before Solbacken? Yes. Uh, so play under McCarthy? Not sure. Before Solbacken, yeah. not sure. Uh, play in the Championship? Yes. Premier League? 10 seconds. May have got a couple of caps. Not sure. Uh, defender? No. Midfielder? Yeah. British? Yeah. Time's up. You weren't sure. May have got a couple of caps in the Premier League. Let me, what was your question? Did he play under McCarthy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when did McCarthy get sacked? Was that? February, when it, whenever it was. What year it was? Uh, 2012. Um, so he was he would have been part of Wolf, he would have been part of Wolves then. I don't know if he would have played or not, but he was that's okay. what Wikipedia saying he's midfielder. He's he well. got a couple of caps and he was British. Oh, he's not but he wasn't British though. David Davis. No, Finn, I'll give you one chance to steal. Are we doing steal? Is this yeah, fair? Yeah, go on. Have a steal. Yeah, yeah. 
I wasn't really listening because it, so it was a British, <laughs> <laughs> didn't think we were stealing. Um, a British midfielder around that. Oh, I was, oh no. Yeah, Carl Henry definitely played in the Prem, but just because you made the hint earlier, I'll say Carl Henry. You can go with Carl Henry. Yeah. Just no, it's Jack Price. Oh, ah, 2011, his Wolves career started, which was a year before McCarthy got sacked. So. Yeah. Um, cool. Dave? It's your last chance, mate. Spin. Hey, my guy. Spin. Fuck me. I'm useless at this. <laughs> it's a great concept, but we'll get there. Finn, <laughs> you've got 30 seconds to tell me who the Wolves player is I'm thinking of, starting in three, two, one. Did he play under Nuno? No. <laughs> Did he play before Nuno? Yes. Did he play That's under right. Solbakken? Yes. Was he Icelandic and have great no. hair? Oh. No. Was he a defender? No. Was he a midfielder? Mm. Was he a Ten winger? Seconds. Yeah, a winger. Was he English? No. Was he from Africa? Yes. Time's up. Oh. There's only one in my head. Well, say it then, oh. bro. Oh, no, but where was Bakari from? What a baller. <laughs> Did he ever play, though? Um, <laughs> so we've got Sacco, Bakari. Uh, that's it, isn't it? African wingers under Solbakken. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's a 50 50. for the wingers. Are we on one all as well? So Dave can Dave can win. Is it, one? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I get Bakari's funnier. You've gone Bakari. I'm gonna guess Bakari. It's Razak Bukhari. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> what a baller. I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Enjoy. It's, it's the What's time, all... yeah, the, adding the time constraint, really. Yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard for me. Like, I'm trying to think like who, what managers yeah. were, were playing with. It's going to move on <laughs> to the questions now. I mean, we, had a, we had a run through it before with a couple of players and before we, we, we were going to do it where it's just five questions and that was it. You got a guess, but it was a, it was a little bit difficult. Um, so let us know you got on at home. Did you get all, all six? Could you have hosted it better than me? I, I presume so. Um, moving on to the questions on Twitter now, lads. So Andy Hipkins, friend of the show, has asked, does a difficult conversation need to be had in relation with Raul taking us to that next level? Could be an unpopular opinion, but 30 years old and we've understandably mixed a poor form. Any half decent or any half decent offer I would seriously consider. I'll ask Dave first before Finn starts crying. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. But um I think we've, we've discussed this a couple of times before on the podcast. Yeah. I think a lot of it does depend on our European uh, qualification. Um, I think, like you've said, and we've said many times, Matt, MLS is probably the most mm. you know logical destination for him next. I think next season he'll be a Wolves player. But beyond that, I'm not 100% sure. What we have to consider as well is his value. He's getting older. He's not scoring as many goals. So his value is slowly decreasing. And although not everything is money, obviously as a club, we're still going to want to try and recoup a, a decent amount. So I think he'll still be a Wolves player next year. But I think regardless, especially if we get into Europe in some capacity, I think another striker has to be bought. But I think with the direction Bruno wants to go in, another striker will probably be purchased. Finn? I sort of echo what Dave said. Yeah, that's fair. Um, they seem to be wanting that extra striker 
that's the sort of more target man profile, don't they? From mm. obviously the Kiefer Moore rumor. I really like that Onuachu rumor. Six foot seven had a fantastic game of the weekend again. I've been keeping an eye on him ever since because um, that would be the ultimate target man playing in Belgium at the moment. You sound like Raphael um, Steam, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I don't really watch much European James football, but as soon as yeah. Wolves were linked with this bloke and I saw a picture, I was like, oh my God, what in a giant. So, yeah, so, um, so I'd welcome maybe that third striker option, especially if we get into Europe and we've got those extra games. That seems to be what we're going for with uh, the next profile of striker that we want. But yeah, I think that's probably about right. How how long has he got left on his contract? Is he, is he, he signed probably another new. one after? Yeah. So it's probably three. Has he got three left? Let me double check for you. Two left. Oh, oh, he's gone. It's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Like, 2025, mm. I think. I think he's got three left off the top of my head. Yeah. So if he's head. got two, coming like two and a half now, then you have to start contract. He's got two years, I think, still, apparently, according to Transfer Market. I'm not sure how uh, accurate that is. I've got a feeling it's 2025. Hmm. He's going to be uh, on some serious dough as well. Let's yeah. Not forget that. He, he's an Yeah, he's the boy. But, yeah. Well, at least um, have a nice summer with him, I think, hopefully. On a pre-season yeah, tour, 2024, yeah. I don't think he's on a new... I thought he's on a new deal since I being thought, here. Yeah, me too. He has? Oh, yeah, four-year deal in 2020. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 2024, yeah. two years left on his deal. You know, he's having... We're having those conversations about Neves. Oh, he's only got two years, but no one's asked about him. This <laughs> odd, odd. Um, Zach's asked, Do you think Rasmada will regain his position when he's fully fit, or will Johnny start for the remainder of the season? We covered it slightly, but what, what, what's your thoughts, Dave? Do you think Rasmada will get? I think he's going to rotate a bit, but yeah, I'm not not necessarily going to say Rasmada uh, is not going to play between now and the end of the season. I think, like you said, there, there will be rotation. You know, we've got reschedule fixtures with the Man City game is probably going to be midweek again. Um, and, and during May, it's quite a tight run of fixtures. So, I think, you know, there'll definitely be rotation. I think a lot of people want, want to try and see both of them in the team. Um, but Johnny looks good at right wing back, doesn't he? He looks like he doesn't want to give that place up. So, right now, I think it's just one of those, you know. Unfortunately, due to injury, Samada lost his place. He's going to have to wait for a break or work extremely hard to try and win it back. Finn? Yeah, the only other option is swapping Johnny over, isn't it? But I think it's completely different style of game for him then. So I'd like to see maybe Johnny and Semedo, especially if he's not fancy Nate Nori and Marcel is quite limited going forward. But at the moment, you couldn't drop Johnny, could you? So I'd, yeah, at the moment, until he has a stinker, he, I don't think it's fair to drop him. Mm. Um, GM Dub has asked, is Trinkau and Pudge a more realistic swap for Adama than just Trinkau? Personally, I think they'll they'll want just Trinkau. I think they well, I don't think they'll do the both both of them. I don't I don't understand how that would be more realistic. More realistic would be just Trinkau in it because for Barca, even if they sell Ricky Pudge for a five five million or whatever, they're making five million pounds more. Um mm. So, yeah, I think just Trinkau is fine anyway, based on what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Mm. I think that's probably the most realistic. Do you think Fabio has done enough to, and this is from Liam Jones, do you think Fabio has done enough to warrant starting even when Raul's back from suspension? Personally, if he plays well against Newcastle, yes. Then about you, boys? Finn? Yeah. Is it bright in the game after? Or Burnley? Burnley. <sighs> See, I'd... I don't know whether I'd want him in for 
Burnley, I want to keep him protected. Um, but yeah, it, was, it all goes it's, as bad as it sounds. It can't all be down to one game, but it probably is down to the Newcastle game, how he plays. And if he, I mean, if he scores a goal or whatever, you can't drop him, can you? So um, let's hope he just doesn't get the Otter Sowie treatment at Burnley away if he does um, does earn that start. Mm. Got a few questions about whether eighth place will mean European qualification. No, I'm. That's another pod. We tried to work it out last night. We're not, it's not clear. Um, As per UEFA, it says that ordinarily, ordinarily, only seven Premier League teams can qualify for Europe ordinarily. So to me, that's that says if you're a big club, you haven't qualified and you finished eighth. In you go. Um, but what it does mean is that if West Ham win the Europa League and Leicester win the Conference League, for example, but still finish below Wolves, it wouldn't jeopardise seventh place, apparently. Um, so will eighth place mean qualification? Not sure, but seventh will, as long as Palace don't win the FA Cup. So don't if you're not going to renew your passport, just just wait, wait a little bit. Um, <laughs> what someone's asking here, Evan McDonald, um, is Neto going to PSG? Is that why we're being linked with Saint Maximan? There's so many Saint Maximan questions, and I feel like it's pure fabricated nonsense at the minute. But well, can you see Neto going to PSG? No, not no, yet at not least. Yet. No. no. Why? Why is PSG going to want to spend? Let's say Wolves want fifty million. Why are PSG going to spend fifty million on someone that's just come back from a long-term injury and started about playing. three games? Yeah. So, so Maximin, there's a reason why I've not posted it on Talking Wolves yet. So. He just wants a new deal, and he's using Wolves. My opinion. Yeah. Uh, there is. I know. You know. We, I post Calcio Mercato and stuff, which isn't a reliable source <laughs> at all. But ninety min, trust me. Yeah, ninety min is not a reliable source. So. A few people sent that to me today. 90 min and uh, what's your one team talk? Yeah, I wouldn't trust them. Wank. Thoughts, Finn? Neto to PSG and some maximum to Wolves? No, you can't be, at least the Neto conversation, you can't be having that until at least end of next season, can you? Until he's got a season under his belt of performing like he did. As in, for PSG's sense, why would you sign him when there's maybe not question marks about him at the moment, but as in, we haven't seen how he's going to respond to that injury. He's looked okay, hasn't he? But not for a side like PSG, that's their only goal is to win the Champions League and we need the best of the best. Why you'd go for a guy that's, yeah, as you say, just come back from a long-term injury. So maybe we'll be having that conversation next season, but not now. It wouldn't make any sense for either He'd team. look good in the uh, PSG kit, though, wouldn't he? Think? Oh, yeah, he would great. look fantastic. Yeah. yeah, Maybe just make it happen just for that. Uh, well, white, white and pink yeah. Jordan kit or something like that. Oh, oh, I'd be all over that. i would be, be up in the room. Jim Gymnasium, great name, has asked, uh, well, what are our thoughts on NFT, which is Neto, Fabio and Trinko? Oh, my oh. word. I like that. I just, Just for that. There's not there. Not fungible token, but Neto. I, I, I thought, yeah, we were going to have a little crypto chat or whatever then. I was oh, a bit no. um, I like, like I said earlier, I liked it. I think there's three players there that want to, you know, are exciting players, a lot of flair. Um Ooh. Yeah, just need to <laughs> Rick. Um, just gotta start, just gotta start sticking the ball in the back of the net a bit more, have a little bit more confidence when they're in front of goal. Mm, what are your thoughts on NFT? NFT. It would be nice to have, like, yeah, like an SAS, like storage yeah. of Suarez. We, we, we haven't really had a, have we had a, a uh, like a 
what do you call that? An abbreviation, strike force. Yeah, Dico Fobisacco, sad. So, <laughs> 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 I think of another one with the current squad. We've got enough attackers. Yeah, um, but, like that, then. yeah it, just, it just sounds, even if the players weren't good, even if, yeah, just the... Him and his Jota, J and J. Anyway, um, Rich T91 um, has said, can Dave say Villa or Gash? <laughs> Rich T. Villa or Gash? Really love it. Absolutely love it. A um, couple more questions. We get... We, a lo- there's so many about Alan St. Maximani. It seems to be a, a real favourite. Uh, but this one comes up every week and we don't answer it because we always say the same thing. But Sam Hudson asks, if we were to sign one big name player reasonably priced, who would it be? Dave. Uh, realistic or what? Yeah. Um... I don't know. Uh, Darwin Nunez. Oh, nice. I actually like that. I write that. I was going to say that myself, um, but I won't. Finn? Yeah, I like that. He's just uh, scored against Liverpool tonight as well. So uh, that's another 10 million on the price. Um, In my head, next season, as I mentioned before, if we kept Neves, I like the three in midfield of Neves, Gibbs White, plus one. That would be like a Renato Sanchez. So that would be one. Then if you led to that two up front, I think Nunes would work well in that. Even like a Rafael Liao, maybe someone like... If we're going oh, realistic, yeah. we're basically thinking Portuguese, aren't we? Um, <laughs> so he'd be nice. Uh, between, yeah, Sanchez and Liao, one of those should be lovely. Saw the links this week for me and my eyes lit up. It's sad that it could be because Neves is leaving, but Mateus Nunes at Sporting. I mean... Shout. I think, personally, oh, yeah. I've watched him a few times this year. I think with the right coaching, he's still a young lad. I think he could be an excellent, excellent footballer. And I mean, go to Wolves, have a couple of good seasons and go off to play someone else. I think he could be that good. He's got he's got a bit of everything. Um, bit of a, not a small, not a big bloke, but, you know, physical. And also goes past players as well. And just a just all-round good player. I'm not really asked about Pena. I think that ship sail. But for me, it would be Nunes or... Um, centre off someone like Badi Ashil, maybe someone like that. Osama do Badi Ashil. Um, that's it. That Ch- Nunez, sorry, hey. that Nunez knocked me out the Champions League on Football Manager with Tottenham. Um, yeah, I've been taking note ever since. Yeah, um, for, with Grasshoppers, I'd finally got to the knockouts, and yeah, he basically scored two goals and knocked me out basically. So. Um, always had a grudge against him, but he was a future stars on FIFA this year, which means get him in. Could he be the next Cavani from midfield? What? Oh, he's all about Mateus, not Don. No one about oh, Don. sorry, yeah. oh, you said Nunes. Oh, there's two Nunes. Oh, we can't sign both of them. Yeah, Mateus sorry, Nunes yeah, I mean... and Darwin Nunes. Oh. oh, we can't have both. Is one with an S, one with a Z, though? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I meant Nunes with an S, the mid, the port. Uh, they call him Darwin. 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 We'll call him midfielder one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe not if he's from Portugal. <laughs> um, <Brazil>. Although he <laughs> was Brazilian at the start of the season. Yeah. He's Brazilian? Yeah, he's... Oh, is he? He's card change from Brazil. He's just gone to Portugal now. Yeah, but he's, he's born in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, but he's Portuguese until he's Brazilian. 
Otavio <laughs> <laughs> just done the same thing as well, hasn't he? They're all swapping. Yeah, Otavio, yeah. Otavio, whatever his name is. That's enough chat about Brazilians getting a little bit excited. Um, Dave, where can people find you? Should you wish? Should they wish? Should you wish? God. Yeah, at Dave as a party on Twitter. My Instagram is now public if you wish to follow me on there as well. Oh, same name. I've gone private. Hey. We're in shifts. Yeah, we're in shifts, yeah. So yeah, I had like 60 follower requests and I thought, go on, let's, let's open it up for the crowd, for the fans. Oh, so, there you go. Um, yeah, at Dave as a Finn, where can people find you? Is there a new vlog out for the Villa game? There is. The key is, Dave, have one public, one private with Instagram. That's there. Yeah, but then the problem is they because Darcy's public and then they've found my private one. So I have over 500 follow requests on the private one. So oh, that's uh, most of announce that I um, am followed and following the private Finn Instagram. And it's well same. worth the money. Well worth the money. I'll come in at He's not loaded for four there, years. Well worth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, there was a villa video. Um F I N E Double R Z YouTube. No. Yeah, that was right, wasn't it? Double R, yeah. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> you YouTube. Know. Thank you all very much. Um, I am M Cooper Rights on Twitter. M Cooper Rights on Instagram, if you're asked, but you might have to request to follow me. I may go public after this. Matt Cooper Bites on YouTube. And of course, guys, don't forget to get on bet, mate, before what time's the kickoff? 7.45 on Friday. Five minutes before kickoff for the Probably. bet, mate, pot. It's Newcastle versus Wolves. Three pound in. For your chance to win a share of £200, it's Wolves versus Newcastle, head-to-head. Um, and hopefully Dave and I finish above at least one of the, the Magpie Channel boys because I really don't fancy sitting on the next podcast in black and one, even though it may may look may make me look a little bit slimmer. Um, in true YouTuber royalty, Dave, can you sign out the show? Certainly can. Big thanks once again to Bet, mate, like Matt said. As always, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. Um, big thanks once again to Walls Radio for hosting part of our podcast. But until next time, guys, fingers crossed we see Walls get a win at Newcastle, and we'll see you all very, very soon. <laughs>